Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Forging Life Podcast. I am the host, Trey Ryder, and the Forging Life Podcast is about hardships, parenting, entrepreneurship, and the struggles that we deal with every single day. We will have many interviews with special guests, and you can actually see some of these interviews on YouTube, and you can even join the discussion by heading over to Facebook and typing up Forging Life Podcast and join our page. You guys, thank you so much for coming in, and I hope you enjoy season number two of the Forging Life Podcast. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Forging Life Podcast. I am your host, Trey Ryder, and today I got an amazing guest with me, Kennedy Page, who is an amazing individual. And I say that because of the fact he has helped my business grow. And how has he helped me grow? Well, ultimately, the very shirt, if you see this on video, my logo on the Forging Life podcast page, on the Forging Life Intention Setters page, my personal page, his work is actually on all of it. He has helped me create my Forging Life logo. And uh, first and foremost, welcome, Kennedy. Hey, happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, my friend. And I really do appreciate you. Um, being here today and I loved your work I constantly get comments about my logo and awesome. I always direct it right back to you and uh this this whole thing was like your creation your baby and you asked me several different questions and you just like nailed it for us so I really <laughs> do appreciate that so um I, I we would love to get to know you a little bit about okay. uh, who you are, what's been going on, and uh, how you even came up to start doing your own stuff like this. Okay, uh, holy moly. That's always a trick question for me when people ask about me. I'm like, well, hell, what do you want to know? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Like the other day, I was like, I was telling my wife, I was like, I don't know what this guy is going to want to talk about on the podcast because <laughs> I'm not that interesting. And she's like, babe, you're very interesting. I was like, you love me. <laughs> so, so, but I got into graphic design because um, I was deployed, I think in 09. And the girl I was dating at the time, I wanted to create like a, um, a card for. And so my good friend at the time, he was in the media department. So like literally we sat down for like a few nights in a row and he just taught me Photoshop. And from there, I was just like, I'm hooked. And so I self-taught myself a lot. Um, and then later on in life, I finally went to college for it and I have a degree for it. That's just for those people who ask if I have a degree. <laughs> yeah, I have, I am degreed in it. Uh, but the, in graphic design, a degree doesn't matter because I could have a degree and have shit work. Oh, is it okay if I cuss? Okay. I can have a degree and have terrible you're, work. You're good, man. And so for those that are sitting there like, well, Trey just said nothing. Yes, I was muted to be able to let him talk. But um, yeah, perfectly fine, my friend. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm originally from Texas. Um, traveled a little bit. Ended up back in Texas. I love it here, uh, ultimately. Uh, let's see, what else about me? Oh, our hobby farm. Literally, I... I spend a lot of time with family. Like if I'm not designing, I'm hanging out with my family, <laughs> running errands, 
doing honeydew chores. Like that that's my Wait, life. Hold on. You said you said hobby farming? What, what? Yeah. So tell us what that is, because I have no clue what that is. In my spare time, I farm. So like it's it's my hobby. So like I like to farm on the side. So like um I partner with another veteran uh on his farm. He has 10 acres and we grow vegetables in his high tunnel and then go to market. Wow. So that's awesome. That's I had I'm, no clue about that. Yeah, I've been doing that for like the last three years or so. I've been doing farming. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um I'm waiting to actually just get everything installed on my land so I can have my own production. So how much land do you have there? I have five acres right now, but I am looking to increase to 10. So I like, I like the space, ATVs. And then here in Texas, once you have 10 acres, you can shoot on your land. So, <laughs> so I want 10 acres. That makes perfect sense. So, <laughs> you know, I was like, I gotta be able to shoot. <laughs> I'm actually interested in what you're sitting here talking about, because I, I don't know if this is something that you knew about, but, um, you know, you have these different programs you can kind of get linked up into as you start transitioning out of the military. Mm -hmm. Is this something that you ended up kind of uh, going through or learning about as you transitioned? So or this, the farm idea, totally weird. Uh, I had a dream about having a farm and like, the dream was epic. <laughs> and so then I started it. And so then I started looking into resources for veterans and how to actually start building a farm. Uh, but I did go to a couple of programs. Like I went to Arm the Farm, which teaches you how to start your farm. And then there is this other group. Ah, I can't remember their name, but there's another group in California where you get to intern on farms. So I did like a, a week intern on the farm too totally cool like I was like okay I could do this I was like yeah and so that's how I kind of got into it it was just started from a vision that I had wow hey you know what realistically everything truly starts from visions mm -hmm. whether it's a dream or some big audacious goal that we have and oftentimes a lot of people shut it down so congratulations <laughs> on actually whether it's, you know, saying you have a dream to do that or even having the actual dream and chasing after it. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as I was sitting here telling you about um, it, some of those people, maybe you're transitioning, not you, Kennedy, but mm -hmm. if you're listening to this right now and you're transitioning out, there's these different opportunities. Um, yeah. My nine to five job was about delivering the mail. And in these different areas here in Pennsylvania, some of these people I've talked to, they're veterans. And this one individual I talked to, just, it's amazing. He actually, he's an older gentleman and he's part of this program where it's helping veterans that have kind of come into um, like law issues, like mm -hmm. problems with the law that have been locked up or are on probation. And it's like kind of like a, a rehab program. And part of it is, you know, having a place for them to go and learn about farming to help them do stuff that way too. So super awesome. That's, that's, that's why awesome. I was like, Oh man, you know, so I, I know a little bit about the veteran side. I don't know a whole bunch of information on it, but there's a lot of programs out there um, for stuff like that. So, and the, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, you were about to say something. Cause I, was I, was gonna say, yeah, uh, cause I actually wanted to start my own program. 
but I wanted to do a program for like at-risk youth to just teach them that there's other ways in life you can you you can do farming if college isn't your thing guess what get in the dirt because what Americans are always going to need is food (laughs) (laughs) and and that's so true as far as I'm aware I need the food I don't know yeah You know, um, so one of the things that you've blazed over, you said that in 2009 that you were, um, what was it, in Afghanistan? Mm-hmm. And you didn't really mention anything about your service. So let's talk about that. Like, how long were you in? Are you still in? What's going on there? I was in seven years. Uh, I am a veteran. Uh, I was a human resource manager. Uh, at the end of my career, I ended up teaching, which I loved, loved teaching. Didn't do didn't realize that until I had that last duty station where they were like, yeah, darn Lily, you're going to teach. And I was like, oh, shit. But love it. Like, like if you give me a curriculum to learn, I would happily teach it to people because I, I enjoy interacting with people, which is funny because on the same side, I don't. I'm like antisocial. But <laughs> so... But it works. Um, let me see. What did I do in the military? I deployed a couple times. I don't really remember that much about the uh, the military. Like, I always tell people, like, if I didn't have the awards to show it, you probably wouldn't think I was in the military ever, because they'll be like, "What battalion were you in?" I'm like, "What? I don't. I don't know. I was with some people. We were, <laughs> we were in there." <laughs> no, I'm curious on this because there's certain areas of my military career I could definitely say the same but a lot of it for me had to deal with a lot of the stressors that came along with it Mm -hmm. did you end up having a lot of high impact stress or was it just like you didn't care to really pay attention to this stuff um and and not in like a negative way saying Mm -hmm. not paying attention but uh just kind of doing your thing and getting on to the next place yeah I was kind of get, doing my thing, getting on to the next place, because like I was at every duty station for about two years. That's enough to get in, get a routine, teach somebody else your routine and get out. And so like I every two years I was traveling and then. A year and a half, I was deploying for 15 months, then I was home for six months then I deployed again. So it was just like I wasn't really stationed any one place very long. Like some people, when they're like, oh, I've been here 10 years. I'm like, shit, how? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> couldn't do it. Like, so I was always on the go looking for yeah. new opportunities. I'm one of those people. I was actually in Germany for six years. So um, I enjoyed every bit of it. But, you know, for me, I had several different MOSs. I started mm-hmm. out as a combat engineer, switched over to military police and military police investigations. So when oh, cool. I switched over investigations, I was able to actually extend my contract so I could do that over there, which oh, was a okay. whole different aspect. So, um, but I enjoyed it, man. You know, just getting to see these different places. But like I said, there's a lot of areas that were just kind of, I don't know if it had to deal with just the constant stress or not really paying much attention. And I think some of it, I think it's like half and half. Mm-hmm. Um, I say not really paying attention because I was rather just doing other things than building myself to building others. I mean, I was part of, you know, a team squad, stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of weird as I'm sitting here talking about it is kind of triggering that information. Um, 
I don't know, like the times of waking up so early to just wanting to be there at the time, but then also completely disconnecting. And it's just, it's weird. So I don't know if you had that type of stuff, but um, so human resources, right? That's what you were Mm -hmm. doing. And then you transferred over, got out of the military was, did you just say, okay, um, I'm going to get into farming or, okay, I'm just going to get straight into um, graphic design. What happened? None of that shit. So like I went into massage therapy. So I'm actually a licensed massage therapist. Like, <laughs> like just things I wanted, like I indulge in the things I want to do. So like I wanted to learn massage therapy. So I went to school for it. I did everything for it. I trained and I, I was good. But then I was like, you know, okay, did it. <laughs> then um, I even was a security guard for a long time, only for events. Love event security. Love it, especially in LA. It's fun. Uh, and then I was like, you know, what am I going to do with my life? <laughs> but I always came back to design. Like that was always, I was always designing in between there, but I never made it like my focus. Like I was a massage therapist, but I also was designing. I was a security guard, but I was also designing. And then one time I was, I was just like, why don't I just design? <laughs> why don't I just design? And I started just designing. And so I designed just solo for a few years. And then I had the vision about the farm. And then I got into learning about what to take the farm and all of these things. And, but I'm still designing. (laughs) That is one thing I've always done. You know, as I'm sitting here, I'm listening and it's hard sometimes to discover your true passion, right? Mm-hmm. Or you kind of stumble through it. You think you mm-hmm. want something else. And as you sit there and chase all these random little bunnies mm-hmm. hopping around, um, it can really take you in so many different directions. Mm-hmm. So uh, just doing these different things, you're just like, yeah, this is it. Mm-hmm. I always, I always came back to design, like no matter what I was doing, something always brought me back to doing some type of design work. And so I was like, well, KP, while I'm busy looking at all these other things, I was like, why don't I focus on that and nurture that and get good at that? And that's what I did. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be a designer. And I love it. Like, I love helping people. It's And it's always so funny because like, I love people, but like I said earlier, I'm antisocial. You, but you would never be able to tell that. Like I'm like a solo person, just meeting me and getting me in front of people because they were like, "Oh, he's a people guy." No, I really like being by myself, but I really like making people happy. Like I love to smile. I love when they're like, "This is what I had in my head." I'm like, I love that. I'm like, yeah, okay, good stuff kind of like what I was talking about earlier in regards to the design uh, for the Forging Life Mm -hmm. logo. So, uh, so tell us a little bit about that. Like, what are some of the designs that you've kind of come up with or companies you've helped out? And uh, is it more veteran based or is it spread out? What type of work also, not just about logos, what else uh, does that include that you deal with? Okay. Okay. Holy moly. Um, 
What was the question? Like I lost. I got blamed. Say that again. Uh, so the, that was kind of packed with a, a couple. Of I didn't know questions. which question. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, number one is like for the companies you've worked with, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some different companies? Are they all veterans? Uh, what are some cool designs that you really enjoy doing? Okay. We'll start with that one. The majority of my clients are veterans or some military uh, focal point. What's up? Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, some military focal point. Um, I did work with Rice University for a while. I actually loved working with the university and just the different projects from videography to brochures to just like little pamphlets. So I really, that got me into exposure of doing like different things when I started working with the university because they just wanted everything. And because of the schooling I went to, I knew a little bit of everything. Like I know editing, I know videography. So like all of those things I could help them with. but some of my favorite designs are the one I did for JD, actually. I love that neon logo that he has. Uh, and there's a... For, for those that don't know what it is, are you able to explain some of these designs? Oh, or okay, at least yes. JD's. JD's is a, uh, it's a circular, circular design and it says soft paw. And in the back, he has a microphone and a bar stool because uh, it's tails from the bar stool. And it's like a neon sign. So literally, he could take that thing off and turn it into a neon sign, and it would look epic. Like if he just got a real neon sign of it, like uh, badass. Uh, uh, and another one I really liked was Stable Mayors. It's uh, I did this gradient, a gradation on it, which means I used two different colors that combined together. Um, but I, I I just fell in love with it. Like, I was like, oh, man, I outdid myself on this. <laughs> Sometimes you got to pat yourself on the back. But it, it's always good to sit there and strive for that next level. And because, you, like you said, you enjoy doing what you do. Mm-hmm. And I talk about this often. There's, there's two P's that I talk about is passion and purpose, mm-hmm. right? Our passion is for ourselves, what lights us up and what we enjoy doing. And our purpose in life, and this is where a lot of soldiers or military members end up falling flat on their face about, is passion and purpose. So you get out and all of a sudden, everything that you, you knew is gone, it's right? Different, yeah. So, and it comes down to these two Ps, passion. Mm-hmm. So what are they doing for themselves, right? Everything they know about their identity is attached to the military. Mm-hmm. And then the same with people who've been there for 20, 30 years. It's like, well, what do I do now? Um, you have to be forward focused, right? And getting to the second P, the purpose, right? So passion is for yourself. Purpose is for others. Meaning what you do for others mm-hmm. is your purpose in life. So mm-hmm. can that change? Of course it can change. Um, but right now, what lights you up is what you're talking about. Is <laughs> hey man, I, I love being able to stretch myself to the max and be able to see what I can do and come up with. And your purpose is to be able to provide this to the customers, to people, to you know help them grow. So realistically, it's not even for your customers, it's for your customers' customers. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> because it, you know, because that's enticing to um not your client, 
the client's customers. So what is going to catch their attention? And it all comes back to you. Yeah. Did I produce? And I always do. <laughs> so with that always being said, um, with, with your logos, I know it's not just logos. So what else do you actually help people out with? Like literally I do anything design. So business cards, brochures, bill, billboards, those real estate signs. I've done a little bit of everything. It's just that in the tribe, I'm known for logos. So that's what a lot of people know me for. And he's like, that's the logo guy. But really I do, I do anything design. Like you see it, I can create it. If it's in your head, doodle it and I'll bring it to life. So with that being said, sorry, I'm sitting there trying to unmute and it wouldn't go. No worries. <laughs> uh, as I'm sitting there and you talk about people's head, like getting the information out on their head. So let's say, you know, I came up to you, even though I've gone through the process, but mm -hmm. I've come up to you. Um, what would you tell these people that are trying to come up with a logo? What is the best way for them to help you or you to help them? Oh, that is a great question. So a lot of times I will tell a client to do a mood board. Let's say you have like no idea. You just have your name and you know that's it. But I would say, hey, think of some colors. Look up what colors mean because colors mean things. You can't just have like neon yellow and neon red and no, that's going to scare your customer away. So look at colors, look at images and just look at things around you and start collecting things that you feel like your brand is about. And when you get that, you can give that to me and say, these are a collection of what my business is about. Boom, or have a mission statement. A lot of times, I, the reason why I have people fill out a logo form, because I feel like you have to put your idea down in writing. Like if you have to talk to me to explain it, it's too complicated. It needs to be simple enough where you can write it out and people can understand it. And so that's the biggest thing about my process because I say, tell me about your business. Like, so then when you tell me about your business, I look up other businesses to see, you know, what other people are doing, what they look like, what their branding is like, and how can I make yours better? Awesome. And you, you talked about one key thing and that happens to be colors, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, are you familiar with, what colors really help or what colors truly mean uh, psychologically or anything else in regards to that yeah. stuff? Could you explain I that always, for us? I always do a little refresher. Like I have a little cheat sheet that tells me what like the colors mean. And so, and it depends on your brand. So let's just say, let's just be like, oh, I want people to trust me. Uh, I will go with blue. Blue is a trusting color. Uh, and I would stick with those different hues and do a complementary color to blue. Or if you're saying, oh, I'm in lawn care or money, you just think automatically green is what people think about those things. A lot of times, like some people, and you have to talk to people about this because sometimes they'll have a logo color and they have all these other colors on their site. And I'm like, what do you, what do you want people to feel? Because, you know, colors also evoke feelings and emotions. So it's just like, what do, you, what do you want your client to feel? And if you know that answer, then we can work on a color scheme to suit the needs of your consumers. 
Now, I know you talked about cheat sheet. Are you able to explain what some colors can actually invoke emotions with, like what is red or blue or any of that? Bluish, bluish trust. Green is like money, lawn. Uh, purple is more like regal. So you're thinking, oh, lux luxury. Um, white and black is original. You can never go wrong with those colors. <laughs> um, and the rest, I would actually have to look on my cheat sheet because, like, I I look it up every time. Like, I'll I'll go uh, sit with a person and I'll be like, okay, let me let me look up these colors to see what these colors actually mean to see if that is even suitable for what they're going for. So with uh, one of the things that I was curious on that I've wrote mm -hmm. down earlier is with all the things that you've kind of gone through, the different stuff that you've touched in regards to working, right? Mm -hmm. So anything from the military, human resources, to farming, uh, massage therapist, to graphic arts designer. Um, if you could go back and change something in your past, is there anything that you would like to, like, Maybe there's a, a 10 year old self of you, right? And you came across them. What would you tell that 10 year old self? Let's put it that way for a piece live. of advice. Live and enjoy it because I don't have any regrets in life. Love it. I feel like if I made a mistake, that was a lesson that I needed to learn. And I try to see what I'm supposed to gain from that. So if I was telling my 10 year old, I'll be, have fun, live, travel eat different things, learn a new language, like just enjoy life because there's going to be ups and downs, no matter, no matter what, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, you're going to have some trials. So just enjoy life and say, Hey, I'm going to take this lesson away from it. And then I'm going to keep pushing. That's awesome. I really do appreciate you sharing that. And that's great words of wisdom for anybody. Are you, do you feel like that's something you're living up to now? Yes, to the fullest. <laughs> <laughs> to, the, to the fullest, like what I do is enjoy life. And, you know, enjoying life to me is family. My business is good. Like my family is good. I, I, I love hanging out with my family. Like my wife will be like, are we going to have a weekend to ourselves? I was like, well, let me see what my sisters are doing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm very, very carefree. And I like that's it. awesome. I try not to stress out about anything. <laughs> and that's a great way to live. You know, is there's so much going on, so much things that can really just pull us mentally into mm -hmm. just really just suck you right into all this um, social media stuff or mm -hmm. negativity and really start swaying people in different ways. So I'm so happy you've been able to to just truly sit back and enjoy life and do mm -hmm. you that's what it comes down to um before we we end up wrapping this up uh is there anything in my last question well last true question is okay. is there anything that keeps up kennedy at night like if you could uh, you know like in regards to the world or what you do or your family or is there anything that keeps you up um not necessarily like physically, but mm -hmm. keeps your mind wandering or wishing you could fix something. No, my, my own dreams, truly. Like, um, 
like we're, I'm getting ready to go into getting a new property and we're building our house from scratch. So like, that's what's been on my mind lately. It's just, you know, how can we build this next level? How can we do it stress-free? How can I plan this to make it like X, A, B, C, D? Like in those regards, I'm a planner. So like, I'm always literally thinking about, okay, what do I need to do? How much do I need my property to cost? How much do I need this to cost? I'm budgeting. <laughs> I am doing everything in my head for this goal. So like I set a goal and literally that's all I'm thinking about until I achieve it. And so, like, so go ahead. You were, you were just speaking about goals. What a, you were talking about the house. So what is, um, if you can share with us, maybe uh, a goal, maybe you have inside your work relationship um, and ultimately the home. Okay, so uh, my work goal is, uh, so right now I'm in between two to three employees, and I say that because it depends on my workload, but I would like to be able to gainfully employ like five people. That would be a nice workflow for me, and it will make me hit all, all of my markers because I've done the math. <laughs> so uh, just have five employees to bring onto my team. I, I want consistent, I want to be drowned in work. Like, because I really, I really like what I do. So like, I want to be in, inundated with it. Um, for family, like, oh, man, my family is great. Truly, truly, like, we're great. <laughs> like, so my goal is always just to even remind myself to be a good communicator. Like, because that sometimes we get in those spaces where we want to shut down and I do get busy and I do take on a lot of work sometimes. But I always want to remember to communicate because my wife won't know what I want or what I'm going through if I don't tell her. So, and if I don't tell her, she has no clue how to help me. So that's always my goal is to be a constant communicator. And what was the third one? Uh, so you had the work, the home and relationship, I guess the uh, work oh. and home or Poor. home and relationship kind of combined there. Yeah, for my home, uh, we want to build a, a property. Like I said, I, I want about 10 acres um, and to build this new barndo. So we're doing a barndominium. So <laughs> that's that's what I, that's that my like year to two year goals is to have that actually set up and ready okay, for so it to just be set. I have no clue what this is. Is that like where people rent out the barn for like events, like weddings no, and stuff? No, or? it's no, a barndominium is a house but it's made out of a barn oh gotcha look it up yeah, they look amazing there there's somebody um along this uh it, where i live that they mm -hmm. have this big old barn and they just run it out for events for people to have like marriage receptions and stuff like that like i bet that's, you that's beautiful it's like I, I guess i don't know i've never been inside <laughs> of it but um like it's a big place and it, it is they'll have like kind of the whole country vibe where you know just yeah the lights kind of strong on the outside i have no clue what it looks like on the inside but that place every single weekend there's always parties like let me tell like you what it looks like on the inside amazing yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> all i'm guessing <laughs> so when you said a barn dominium i'm like okay is that what it's called i don't know yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah, i appreciate you sharing and what 
because I'm sitting here talking to you. So for those that are sitting here listening is I'm talking to him in regards to his goals, because oftentimes if you're sitting back and you feel lost and Kennedy, ultimately you can hear in his voice, how truly just happy and, you know, happy to be part of life and giving back and, you know, a big heart, you know, he talks about his family and you can't, have all that if you don't have some type of vision some type of dream or goals to actually get out and strive for mm-hmm. and if, if you're sitting there on a daily basis and you're just you know kind of going with it and i say that as in you just start your morning with no clear direction you're gonna get just that in return you're yes. gonna have no clean clear results you have to set and an intention absolutely and, you know, recently I had you um, join up in our intention setters group as well. So I appreciate you jumping over there, too. And, uh, you know, we have some things that we can learn about even from you. So I appreciate yeah. that. And uh, before we jump off of here, is there any closing remarks or anything you would like to tell people um, a, a piece of advice about? You know, like I, like I said earlier, in life, you're going to have your challenges. Like, but those challenges don't define you. Like, because if I let some of the challenges weigh me down, like I would never be where I'm at and happy and happy, you know, just happy with life, loving life. Don't don't let those bad, hard times get you down because those hard times are only for that time. And then you'll go into a new season. So just continue to be steadfast and believe in yourself is the most important thing because if nobody believes in you, you have to believe in you because no one else will matter. Awesome, man. I appreciate that. That was great. Awesome. Like really good words of wisdom. Um, and I do want to end on that note. So where can people actually come to uh, check out your work or even get a hold of you? And, uh, you know, whether that's logos or it, I think you even do tags, right? Like clothing yeah. tags to mm-hmm. signage and uh, where can people go for that? Uh, you can go to my website, www.kpagedesigns.com. And also on Facebook and Instagram, it's kpagedesigns as well. Uh, you can call me, 832-451-8682. Uh, shoot me a text because you'll probably get me quicker. Uh, and then we can talk from there. Like I, I try to make myself available on any platform that people feel comfortable. So I'm here. Awesome. And for those that are sitting here listening, maybe you're driving right now. Don't worry about it. It will be in the show notes um, as well as uh, the blog if you need uh, a caption of that information. So don't worry. I won't post your phone number on the blog or okay. you know, that stuff. So <laughs> you're good on that. So, uh, so I appreciate you. And uh, you guys, as always, Make the rest of your day the best of your day. Thank you for taking the time and listening to this podcast. If you're enjoying the Forging Life podcast, I ask you this. Take a moment and head over and rate this podcast. If you're listening to it on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you enjoy the most, please just take a moment so that way it will help get this episode or episodes 
into the ears of somebody else. And if you would like to join the discussion, make sure you head over to the Facebook page, Forging Life Podcast, and join us there. Thank you.